All right. Welcome back to another episode of Lou Boys SC. We've got a great guest for you guys. We spoke with former St. Louis FC defender Toby Adewale, who is now moving on to Phoenix Rising FC, the Western Conference champs of the yeah, USL. Yeah, it's just from the two of us on this podcast. So you'll just hear me, Jonathan, and Will. Our voices. Andrew isn't with us because he's actually overseas. So hopefully, starting his own professional soccer career. Um, but yeah, we really hope that you enjoy how the conversation rolled out. Here it is. Yeah, how you doing? How you doing? Good to meet you. You too. So, how are you feeling about getting signed on with Phoenix Rising? Uh, what what led to that? Um, you know, I mean, just trying to be a a part of a you know a very big club and trying to get a kind of new competition in another side of the league um and there was no other team that I would have rather you know joined um obviously talks with my family my agent you know and myself and ultimately Phoenix was the the clear choice you know yeah I mean it's says a lot to be able to step into a championship caliber team. Um, where do you feel like you're going to fit into their lineup? Um, you know, hope I'm hoping, you know, and I'm working towards being a starter immediately and making an impact and kind of leading the team in the best way I can and know how. Um, and just honestly perform every game 100% in and out. So, you know, I'm – I'm looking to have a very good, a big season. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, so I, I know you've been kind of versatile in the past. Do you prefer playing as a center or, or a wingback? Uh, I prefer center, you know, just because I feel like I have more control over the game. Mm-hmm. Um, just being in position and kind of seeing everything in front of you. Um, but I also do like to join the attack. So, but number one, I would definitely say center back. So in some of our coverage of the St. Louis FC games, we talked a bit about your strengths. Could you talk to us a little bit about what you feel like are your strengths on the field? Um, So I think my strengths on the field, I'm a pretty well-rounded defender in the sense that I'm able to play with my feet, but I'm also, you know, going to put in a hard challenge if I have to. Um, And, you know, I, I enjoy defending. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. a shutout is, is one of the most important things that could happen during the game, you know, and just taking pride in that, you know, so. Right. It's, it's, really, it's really exciting for us to get to see defenders that have some speed that they can showcase too. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Athleticism has definitely, you know, been a positive um, in my whole career, honestly, you know. So, yeah, I would say that as well. You know, my IQ is increasing, increasing over time. So I'm blessed because of that. So, Right. Yeah. Um, is there any aspect of your game you're trying to improve this offseason? Um, I would say every aspect because I, I, I'm a strong believer that you can always be that much better. Um, even if you are your own competitor, you know, there's, there's more potential to be reached. So I would say every aspect of my game, I try to improve this offseason, you know. Last season was a very interesting circumstance, of course. 
you talk about yeah. being your own competitor. You had a lot of time to compete with just yourself. How, how did you manage that? Um, it was it was very hard <laughs> because you know every you know we had two month breaks, we had week breaks, so just you know being home by ourselves, quarantine, anything you want to name it. Um, so it was difficult, especially not having that you know team caliber training, you know that type of fitness game fitness. Um, but you know just honestly remembering that and hoping the season will still be on and that at the end of the day, you have a job to do, you know, when the season does resume. So, you know, staying fit and, you know, being healthy and all that went into every moment of being, you know, away from the team. Were you happy by the, when all was said and done, were you happy with how well you managed those things? I, I was, I was honestly, because, you know, I had a little injury, um, before the whole COVID break. Mm -hmm. So during that, you know, I started doing more prehab and, you know, preventative stuff and yoga and just stuff to take care of my body even more than I was doing before, you know, and learning about my body. Right. We, we wanted to ask a little bit about that injury, if that's okay. Cause it was, I don't know, a little bit mysterious for us. We didn't necessarily have all the details, but we were thinking, Hey, this guy's got to start, right? Yeah. We we love the way he plays, and what it was before a game. So it happened uh, during practice, mm -hmm. in a practice before the game, and you know I kind of tweaked my leg a bit, my adductor a little bit, mm -hmm. and, and you know it just it was one of those injuries that if you don't rest, it prolongs, and I wasn't really you know set on resting and watching, you know, or taking that two-week break, you know, to get better, you know, because, I mean, the worst thing as an athlete that you can do is just watch your team play, you know, while you're injured on the sidelines. Um, so it was difficult, but those two weeks or those two months that we were away, it gave me time to, you know, recover and even get better than I was when I came. That's, that's a really interesting perspective because – I mean, I guess there was a blessing in disguise there for you. Because like you said, those adductor injuries, that can be a, a complete nagging injury where it just, it's hard to exactly. shake it. Yeah. Exactly. So it was definitely a ble blessing in disguise, you know. There's a little bit of silver lining in everything that went down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, you know. Right. You kind of made the best of the situation. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you have a favorite moment from uh, your time with St. Louis FC last uh, year? Favorite moment is just meeting the guys, honestly, because it was a great group of guys that we, you know, we gelled and we kind of built chemistry from the first moment, you know, and it happened It happened naturally. It happened fast, um, which is ironic because, you know, the team obviously disbanded the year later. So the group of guys was just, it was a blessing, you know what I mean? I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, awesome I, I feel like that's been a recurring thing that we've talked to with each of the players during interviews. It's like yeah. even the fans could feel that there was something special going on there. Yeah. And even like we had a so we had a little Bible study group um, mm -hmm. and that was kind of the first time in my career I was a part of something like that. 
So that was a, an amazing experience, you know, with some of the guys on the team. So I definitely enjoyed that a thousand percent. Did one of the players lead that? Um, no, we had a chaplain that oh. led it. And, you know, we had different players that, you know, can join, you know, whatever their belief is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that space was there to kind of express everything, you know. Oh, that's cool. Um, <clears throat> I know that in the past you'd express wanting to play for the Nigerian national team because you are capable of potentially playing for either the U.S. or Nigeria. Um have have you made any progress towards that or is that still something that you're aiming for? Um, yeah, I mean, 100%. That's always the goal. Um, you know, I like to set my goals very high mm-hmm. um, because, you know, the star is the limit. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a goal. I'm, I work for it every day. And, you know, I'm ready for my opportunity whenever that may come. Um, so, yeah, honestly, I'm... I'm waiting for that blessing, but it is still it's it's still in the works. Honestly, more work to be done though. Sure. sure. I mean, what could be better than playing with a flag on your crest, right? Exactly. Um, well, maybe not everybody knows, but you're I don't know at least a, a triple threat. <laughs> you you don't <laughs> uh, just express yourself with soccer. Um, can you talk a little bit about your passion for music, photography? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, I've always uh, been pretty passionate about photography. Um, but in St. Louis, funny enough, that was the first time I actually, you know, went out to buy a camera. I usually just try and uh, see the limits of my iPhone. Um, and I've taken good quality photos on the iPhone. But, you know, for me, because it was that much of a passion, I wanted to, you know, get the best equipment, you know, and explore this realm fully mm-hmm. um so photography i mean i just love capturing moments i've always loved it and you know funny enough i had i got a dog when i was in st louis and he was my he was my model for the time being you know him and my roommate kyle morton so just me testing my photography skills and all that so it was, it was fun you know and then it just grew over time you know i found myself learning about Photoshop or photo editing, you know, stuff like that. You know, it just, it grew into a passion that I just love doing for fun now, you know? Yeah. I mean, Um, you got a very photogenic dog too. Yeah. I appreciate that. appreciate that. (laughs) Um, But in terms of music, I've always, you know, I feel like everyone has that, that part of themselves where they always love to sing. Um, And I kind of just, you know, was one of those guys that just, you know, if a song comes on that you like sing along and stuff like that. Um, But my friend from back home, he was able to get studio time to be in a real studio. Um, So we just decided that why not record a song, you know, if we have this, I guess, space to record a song. Um, So we did that and we liked how it turned out. So we did what we had to do and then we got it on iTunes and other streaming platforms. Yeah. I like what you came up with too. It's, it's got a, I I love jamming to it. It's got a great vibe. (laughs) Do you think there'll be any more songs coming out? Yeah. There are more songs currently being worked on. So stay tuned for that. 
Very cool. Um, well, you said you bought a camera here in St. Louis. What kind did you end up with? Um, I want to say a Nikon 350 or 3500. Okay, cool. D3500. So it was a basic camera. And then I got a D850, I want to say mm-hmm. it's called, which was more, much more expensive than the one I got before. But, you know, it was a, it was a nice learning curve because the more expensive one, there was so much more for me to learn about it than the basic one I bought before, you know, so right a lot that i don't know <laughs> sure uh yeah my dad was a photographer so i was grew up with the dark room um Ooh. and he kind of ended that part of his job when the digital takeover happened but he still yeah. always loved it and no, the, I... the software alone is, is such a, a thing to familiarize yourself with yeah yeah i agree completely my brother my little brother he's I, so I'm more into digital just mm-hmm. because I like to see it as soon as I take it. Um, but my little brother, he's more into film, you know, which is very interesting. And I've seen some of the stuff he's produced and I want to be in film as well. So I want to, I want to get the best of both worlds almost. Yeah. It's a different process and yeah. you get that instant gratification with digital, but there's yeah, exactly. something to be said about waiting for the perfect picture to come out. Yep. Uh, so speaking of your family, most professional players in any sport, they get to automatically say, oh, yeah, I'm the best athlete in my family. <laughs> what about with yourself? Do you think you're the best athlete in your family? Um, I do think I am the best athlete in my family, but I think that each of my siblings possess unique qualities in mm-hmm. their own, you know, respects. Um, but I do think, obviously, because I've taken it to the next level, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, being after college, I do think I'm the best athlete. Or uh, I just, you know, or I'm not the best athlete and I just decided to pursue professional athletics after. But I do think I'm the best athlete. <laughs> just for context, you've got two brothers that played college soccer and your yep. sister competed in NCAA track and field. Yeah. And then what Tony was at Navy was recently named uh, to the national team of the week. Yeah. Crazy. That's very proud. I mean, uh, was, was there something within the family that really encouraged sports that much? Or are you guys just that determined? I would say that because my older brother obviously was the first one to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that kind of started the seed in our minds of playing ball. And then from then on, you know, that passion just grew and grew. Um, and, you know, we made it our own. And yeah, I mean, it's funny cause neither one of my parents were really big in sports. Like I'm sure they played when they were younger, but like at the collegiate level, you know, they weren't really into it, but all of us turned out <laughs> the way we did um which is which is funny because we never really saw ourselves as a super athletic family you know we just all loved playing the sports we were in and it turned into something beautiful you know mm-hmm. are, are you happy with i mean you have to be happy to some extent but are you happy to be a professional soccer player is it anything like what you expected it to be um i'm very excited to be a professional soccer player because 
I'm doing what I love and what I've loved for my whole life, you know, and I'm doing it as an occupation. Um, and I, I mean, it's a blessing because there are millions of kids that would want to be in your position and you're in your position. Um, but with that being said, I feel like there's so much more for me to do um, before I'm satisfied. So I'm very excited for that. And I'm excited to, to do the work required to be in those positions, you know? Yeah. I think that's a, that's a key distinction. There, it's not just being excited to be on the field, but to actually do the work to get there and make it all come together. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Was there a certain moment where you knew you had the potential to pursue it professionally? Um, so I would say my sophomore year of college, you know, because obviously when you're playing from young, you say, oh, I want to be a professional athlete. I want to be this. But that was when I, it was like, okay, well, I'm good enough to be at this level. The work needs to be put in. I need to make some sacrifices in order for me to reach that, you know. And, you know, it happened. You know, thankfully, Pittsburgh had a liking to me. And that's that's where I feel like my career, you know, obviously that's where my career started, but that's where my career grew. And it kind of set me up for the rest of my football career, you know. I mean, you earned a spot with them out of an open trial, isn't that correct? Yeah. Yep. While I was still in school. <laughs> wow. wow. The day I graduated, <laughs> funny enough, I drove down to Pittsburgh because we had a game the next day. Wow. Yeah, so <laughs> that was that was fun. That's crazy how that all comes together. <clears throat> so as, as far as your time here in St. Louis, I feel like we were a little bit – robbed of getting to see more of you and obviously yeah. robbed of such a, an awesome team but you know to, to treasure what we did have was there any particular teammate you found that you bonded yourself with the most so i mean off the bat i would say kyle morton just because i've known kyle i knew him longer than anyone and we we weren't roommates in pittsburgh but we were roommates in st louis um so obviously you know, you know him from Pittsburgh, but it's different when you're living with a person. Um, but I would say that's what I was closest with. Um, and then you have the the Bible study group, you know, with uh, Fanuel, um, Sam, Kyle, um, Kyle again, um, sometimes. And, you know, yeah, so that, that group of guys you know, definitely, definitely was a, it was a blessing, you know. Uh, how are you with kind of keeping long distance? Do you guys still kind of chat every now and again? I would say, yeah, we do chat every now and then. You know, if we see something on social media, we'll send it to each other. Or, you know, even if someone posts a picture, you know, you give them a, a comment and a like, you know what I'm saying? Just little inter- interactions here and there. That's kind of our, our way of keeping up with each other. Yeah, you feeling Occasional side conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. We had we had heard there was a team group chat that was still, yeah, semi-active at least. Um, who's who's the most annoying <laughs> person on that group chat? Um, I am not anybody to say. 
because I think that's a group chat protocol, but you know, everyone's, everyone's lovely. Everyone. Everybody's got one, or like okay. a meme or something like that. Yeah, I would say. Are you a superstitious player? Did you have any pregame rituals or things like that? Um, uh, we know we know you like music. Did you have like a warm up song? So funny. I had a lot of pregame rituals. Um, funny enough, and if I didn't do one, I would like if I missed it. Cause I usually did everything chronologically. If I miss it, I'll just have to do everything all over again. Uh, uh, but they I, were just simple things like, you know, taping my wrist and a Bible verse on my wrist every game or, you know, just a, a prayer here and there. Or, you know, in terms of music, I would always listen to British drill. I'm really into to British drill music and UK rap. So I would listen to at least 10 songs before warming up because it just got me in that mindset um, mm-hmm. for the game. Um, and, you know, just little things here and there, like tying my shoes from left to right, putting my socks on left to right, you know, just little things here and there. But I wouldn't say I'm super superstitious, but nonetheless, I do have a routine that I like to, to stick by before every game, you yeah. know? Ritualistic. Maybe not superstitious, but ritualistic. Yeah say that <laughs> yeah i'm so happy to hear that because i feel like we've asked that question enough times and people are like nah <laughs> i, I knew like everyone has their own thing but they don't want to you know put the label of superstitious on it you know? right everyone has that thing that they do before the game yeah you know i'm habit and it, and it kind of makes the whole thing feel routine so that you don't have all this pressure mounting on the moment right oh, precisely yeah um, so are there any professional teams that you follow, like, as a fan? Um, I follow – I try to watch every football match that I can possibly watch, you know, regardless of the league. I'm, I've am i grown a liking to the Bundesliga, though, just because mm-hmm. of the style of play. Um, but, you know, you try to watch as many football games as you can watch just to gain that knowledge and kind of see good football, you know. I've always been a, a Real Madrid fan. You know, okay. but I would say right now I'm just a, a big supporter of good football. So I just love – I love a great game on. You know, nothing beats that, I don't think. Do you watch any of the women's games as well? Um, I try to when they're on. I actually have a, a friend on the national team, so I try to keep up with that as much as I can. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so – is is there anybody that you watch and you're like, yeah, that's how I want to play, or like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take that, incorporate that into my play? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, a bunch of a bunch of players. I mean, if you want to go back, Rio Ferdinand, Vincent Company, Koulibaly, Sergio Ramos, you know, like Puyol. The list goes on and on. I feel like because they're at that level or they were at that level, there's so much you can learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's obviously where you want to get to. That is the highest level. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, so, some of the stuff that those guys do just looks like magic, but you got to break it down so you can. Honestly, yeah. they put in, you know, mm-hmm. they put in the gym, off the field, on the field, and then it, you know, became a product when they were playing. Uh, did you? 
did you guys do a lot? I know that we kind of had things split apart in quarantine, but were there any like gym heroes that were on the team where you felt like, oh man, that that's that's who to be like when you're in the gym? Oh, Manuel uh, by far. I think he is. I mean, he his uh, energy in the gym is ridiculous. Like, I think he works, you know, amongst the hardest, you know, and. That was definitely someone I looked up to in terms of, like, doing stuff off the field um, in terms of my body recovery. Um, he's the reason why I joined uh, Float, um, which I ended up loving, you know. So I, I did that. Um, other stuff like stretching, lifting here and there, eating, you know. So I would definitely say fan for sure. Yeah, we- Oh, I was just going to say, we, oh, we heard about some uh, different meal choices. There were a lot of people who were going, like, plant-based and things like that on the team. Did, did, you, go, <laughs> did you go that far? So, funny enough, my, you know, Kyle did plant-based meals um, for, I mean, the whole season, I believe, you know. <laughs> um, and I told him that I would do it for two weeks. And we kind of made a little gentleman's bet. Um, that I wouldn't be able to do it because I, I mean, that's just never something I was interested in um, mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> so I said, yeah, I'll do it two weeks. Should be no problem. So I went two weeks as a vegan. Um, it was very difficult, but I felt, I felt, I felt the changes immediately. You know, I did feel lighter, but you know, not all the time is it's good to be feeling lighter. You know, I, I did feel like I was lacking some nutrients here and there from different meals that I could get from eggs, meat, milk, or whatever. Um, but it was, it was a very difficult two weeks. But I did it, though, which is, which is nice. nice. I had a lot of potatoes <laughs> during that two weeks. Uh, yeah, I know Tyler Blackwell. He talked about that in some interviews as well. What were you going to say, Will? I was just going to ask what your favorite place uh, to favorite eat in St. Louis was. Place. Honestly, it's probably Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's a good answer. Everywhere, <laughs> but I don't think I had the opportunity to eat a St. Louis dish, you mm-hmm. know. But in terms of food I ate often, I would say Chick-fil-A for sure. What's your Chick-fil-A order? Um, it depends, but the main one is usually a spicy deluxe with a large fry and either a bottle of water or a small Sprite. you got to go large fry. Oh, oh yeah. Large fry. You messed yeah. up if you didn't get large fries. Yeah, 100%. 100%. The 30 cents <laughs> is always worth it. <laughs> you, that, that says something when you know the price difference. <laughs> Honestly, I know too much. <laughs> um, well, again, man, I absolutely loved seeing you on the field when you were here. You bring a lot of versatility to your game. Um, I I feel like you've made so many fans here in St. Louis that are going to continue to follow your career. Two of them are definitely right here talking to you. Um, did you have any last messages for your fans that you've made here in St. Louis? Um, just thank you for the the journey you know obviously St. Louis was a part of my football journey and just obviously 
thank you for welcoming me as you did. And unfortunately, our time was cut short, but, you know, memories that will last a lifetime were definitely made during the season. Um, and good luck with everything in the future. You know, the MLS team coming in is huge for the city. Um, and I wish you all nothing but the best. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, it's more than we could ever ask for, but we really appreciate that. Um, Will, did you have any final words for Toby? Just uh, want to wish you and Phoenix good luck this year and also to uh, Madrid in the Champions League. Appreciate yeah. That. Look forward to watching some of your games on uh, ESPN Plus. Of course. And if you guys come oh, close yeah. to St. Louis. We'll definitely make the trip out to come come see you guys. So, yeah, thanks for your time. And uh, we'll, we'll look on to all the big things that you do in the future. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for the sure. interview.